back everybody to the magic car path ride a golf podcast we're on episode two man i think this is probably the most anticipated episode two since uh the empire strikes back maybe the godfather <laughs> it's pretty you know the day's just been long um that's a good call my friend uh myself my name is zach Maloche. to the left of me is my my good man and bass player mm-hmm. Ryan Westfall. Hey there. It feels good, man. We're uh, we're we just braved some treacherous rains again. Here, complaining about the weather in California is ludicrous, but uh, it was coming down pretty nice. We got some snow-capped mountains in the Bay Area. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Golf's probably coming to an end for a little while. <laughs> that's usually about the time it does. Uh, Pebble Beach time, January into February. That's when it, that's when it ends. Pretty much for us. Um, I do want to thank everybody for joining us again. This is uh, an amazing way to start the year. Uh, a good idea that has become a great idea. And we're going to rock and roll. And I, th- I think for me, especially loving the game so much, as much as I do, uh, this, this, is, this type of show is pivotal for me. Uh, growing the game. Uh, we'll dive into it another time, but I did coach for a little bit. Mm. A lot of people don't know that. I kept that kind of under wraps because I'm not the best golfer. Wasn't that for Harker? Harker, yeah. Harker. A school out here at Harker, which I actually heard on the news today that uh, has a pretty good rating of getting students into Harvard. Okay, that's probably due to your coaching on the golf team. <laughs> I'm sure, my, say, my short game. Directly. Thanks for the uh, the uh, employee reference, by the way, yeah. Ryan Westfall. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, in, in, in growing the game, I think – that's pretty much why we started this show. Um, I mean, among other than wanting to hear our own voices and boost each other's egos on and off the course. <laughs> I think I think it's fun to do this. Um, I don't think we need to sell the game of golf to any golfers, but just in case you're not a golfer and you would ever wonder, I always love when a non-golfer starts asking like, "Why do you play golf?" Like, like literally, right. what, like what? Why is it? Why isn't that what old people do? Wear like big old socks and go to country clubs? Uh, but yeah, there's it's it's fun to explain it. Just spending good time with your with your buddies and going around and, and having a good time and and competing. That's why we play golf and that's why we love golf. Uh, but it's fun to talk about golf because. We, did, you know, it's kind of weird. We kind of grew up in an era where it was kind of weird for a young guy to to say that you golfed. Did you witness Tiger Woods during his like? Where, did you care about Tiger Woods when he was doing crazy things? No, because that, that's actually funny. You mentioned that I was watching the game with uh, with my cousin and uncle the other day, and they were just like, "What? What the hell happened to you? What's up with golf?" And I was telling them that I kind of came into golf at a time when Tiger Woods didn't exist. Yeah, but it was on a cusp because. Right when I started golfing, all of a sudden Tiger Woods like blew up, and then like I kind of like I don't want to make it racially, but I was like a brown guy, and it was like my escape. Like I was like I'm the only Mexican guy out here other than Lee Trevino, right? Do you remember the joke when somebody said that this is really weird time in American um, uh, pop culture history because the best rapper in the world is white and the best golfer in the world is black? And I thought, that- dude, so that 
So we were the we're like we're not the product of that actually. No, but that was our time. But Dude, we watched it happen. That's my point. For some reason, the tiger craze did not that did not inspire me to get into golf. I ha- I was no, aware of how good he and was. I'm proud to how, say that. Yeah, me too. I'm proud to say that. It's funny because most of these tour players that are like in their twenties and and like thirties and even even our age, like even guys maybe in their like late mid thirties, something like that, they probably tiger is their number one influence. But Tiger had right. nothing to do with influencing me in golf, which is kind of rare, like you know, for the impact he makes on the game. Now, yeah. I love Tiger. I absolutely love Tiger. Like, I mean, if you're a golfer, I've never heard of a golfer that doesn't root for Tiger Woods. It took me a long time, and you brought me into Tiger. I didn't really care about him. Also because I didn't want to be associated with the crowd that got into golf with Tiger. You were into Tiger once you realized how amazing golf was and how good he was that's when you uh so always respect always respect but i I will say the last masters and it took that long also to see the tiger come out of all his controversy yeah and come into like the people like my mom who just despise him even though she doesn't even like golf sure right to actually deal with being kind of a crappy golfer for a while yeah and then even disregarding that and coming back and then to win a green jacket but most importantly, to watch him actually become an, an enjoyable person on and off the golf course for other players. When because that, he, he seemed yeah. unapproachable. Yeah. And now I think he feels like, as a guy that watches golf on TV and not being around him too much, he seems really unapproachable. Not the guy you want to mess around with. You know, well, he's just so serious and the, just so The very bonds but... of his sport, in my yeah. opinion, for a while. So that that's kind of weird, uh, or not weird, but just that's the impression I got of him. He's forever. I mean, he's he's intimidating because he's just so serious. But I, I I know what you mean. He's loosened up. He's become more personable and more likable. When he hugged his son after winning that tournament, that was a yeah. pretty special moment. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, all the controversies aside, we know, you know. Well, watching him even kidding around with the younger guys, is, yeah, is nice too. Like he knows these guys, and I'll give him. I mean, he's the greatest, right? And, and the is, respect is mutual between oh, like the goodness. Justin Thomases and Ricky Fowlers because Tiger is just as thrilled on them. It's like because us they're being the on the age. same roster as Will Clark. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're playing second, I'm playing third, and Will Clark's on on the on the first back. Playing with your yeah. idols, right? It's the same thing. So, but yeah, uh, in closing, it, it, it's amazing, and I've enjoyed watching him be approachable in the game. Were we he, supposed to get onto Tiger Woods? Like, no. Uh, you're exactly right. I'm sorry. We're very off. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the uh, corn fairy tour that just happened in the Bahamas. Cause I gotta give a shout out to Tommy Two Gloves, man. I I love that dude. I don't know if you know Tommy Two Gloves, Tommy Ganey, uh, but he I saw him on the Big Break. Uh, the Big Break was a great reality show about Loved golf. It. If you, you turned me on to that, and that's, that's when I got onto Tommy Two Glove, dude. Dude, it had the perfect reality show formula, but with golf, it was perfect. I, do they even air that show anymore? I don't, I don't think so. I, I was know. so pumped when I finally played Turtle Bay because you were like, you pumped me up. You were that's like, right. That's they the Big it. Break, and they... I didn't even realize it. And I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna play the Big Break course, and you know they do that on the Fazio course because. They're not going to let people do that on the, the Palmer Quarters all That day. would have been the most fun show to go on. But anyways, did, though. anyway, we'll talk later about the big yeah. break because that, 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 that deserves to be So what? So what'd you, uh, I love it. What would you call him today? 
Uh, uh, oh yeah, man, man, <laughs> he wins in Bahamas, bro. He's Tommy Bahama. Tommy Bahama. Yeah, Tommy Bahama, man. I love That's it. his. I think he's won a couple times on the cor- on the whatever web that it was last year. And now Corn Ferry. We need to coin that now. He's got That's pe- declared that we right here today. We Magic did Magic Path ride. Tommy, Tommy Bahama. Bahama. Tommy, right. Tommy Anyway, sorry. Tommy I had two to, gloves. I had to declare that. He's cool because he wears two gloves. And and you know what? If he ever hears this, and I apologize, he doesn't have the best swing. He's not the most polished golfer. He kind of looks weird with his two gloves and his like awkward approach. He doesn't have the best short game. Uh, he's really like he's a sketchy golfer at best sometimes. But man, he like he he's someone you could relate to because he's kind of like one of us. If one of us made it to the PGA Tour, he's got a PGA yeah. Tour win. He's competitive on the on the, the the pro tours. He might get back on the PGA because of this win, and he may get another win. He's he's gonna be there. The dude's like forty four. He was a big break contestant. It's a pretty cool story. You know, and, and that's the thing too. I'm sure a lot of us can relate that uh, they did they did watch that, and uh, that, that I mean forever a staple. Tommy Two Glove now, you know, Tommy Two just because of it. So if you watched the big break back then and to see it now. But uh, he's definitely uh, he's definitely uh, coming coming over some adversity right now. He's definitely ducking and dodging. I I don't, I don't want to touch on it too much, but no, it's definitely it's, true. It's, you got to bring it up, bro. He made some headlines uh, recently in Florida uh, with the prostitution ring that was called like uh, was it Santa's Santa's naughty list? Uh, there was like 124 people involved with this. Uh, apparently, he solicited a prostitute. In Florida, oh, man, um, I think we're getting too vo- like. No, 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 man. This is it's it's, it's in the not news. media friendly, right? Um, oh, all I gotta okay. say is, yeah, all I gotta true. say is, if if that really happened, I, I hope he wore two gloves. <laughs> um, anyways, oh, man. Um, moving on. Congratulations to, to Tommy his, Bahama, dude. Tommy Bahama, and, and, and in all fairness, we're his number two fans for yeah. sure. Oh, big time, man. For sure, Tommy. I'm all, for about, life. I'm all about Tommy Bahama. Yeah, two gloves. Uh, let's 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 talk about your boy uh, Cameron and his win. So we kind of failed on a prediction, but I mean that's golf. What are you gonna do? Yeah, uh, it's anyone's game, any given Sunday. Was I? Sh- it was me that said it that Brandon Steele's gonna Brandon Steele's well, gonna you, win this. Well, you did declare it. You yeah. said uh, this, well, but we were both in agreement. I mean, I had this whole thing on him and the Lincoln Park guitarist, and I wanted to come out if he won. <laughs> yeah, and how he, he yeah, not going into that. <laughs> so we were wrong. And, that, you know, what are you going to do? That's why Tim wastes so much money betting on golf all the time. Man. Who's going to win? Yeah. Who, I mean, golf is anybody. the hardest. Oh, is this just another topic we're going to have to put on our little <laughs> list? How hard is golf to gamble on? Oh, um, my God. I, you know, every every week I throw geez. my credit card on the Chinese market <laughs> and, <laughs> and let them take my bets. I won't even lie, brother. Slenica! You know what I mean? Yeah, said Ten of them. Uh, but anyway... Uh, Cameron Smith, man, he fucking he killed it. That, yeah. was, that was great and great for Australia. Uh, all the all the Australian players right now are are doing their uh, you know x amount of dollars for each birdie, and that's yeah. just amazing. They're they're going through some tough times. Yeah. I, I saw the other day that uh, Australia is the size of just the Midwest, including Texas. Yeah. So if you see the United States, it's just this bubble, and if you like, you put the imprint. That, that's it. That's half the United States yeah. on fire, and. That's their whole country. Two great things happened. Uh, I'm not not gonna blow the uh, Cameron Smith winning a golf no. tournament out of proportion for the the better thing that happened to Australia. By the way, is it just the storm that's hitting there? That I was think amazing. it killed like thirty of their their isolated wildfires 
all one time just because of this crazy storm. It's nice when you have uh, tropical weather. Uh, it could be brutal, but when the storms come through, man, that's good for them. It was good. perfect timing. You know what's funny? Before I, we close off with Cameron Smith, because it was amazing, I, I, we have to talk about it. But uh, I saw on the social medias a, a meme, or it wasn't even a meme. Someone posted that their lady donated money to the koala fund yes. and didn't get a koala. <laughs> <laughs> That's ludicrous, man. If you're gonna, then she was in tears. And you know what? Send the like, lady a koala for serious. And like, I get it because, like, I've said this before to my lady and my sister. I was like, if I'm gonna donate to a tiger fund, like, I want the tiger. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Every time I go to so, Panda Express, there's no panda on the menu. Like, so, what, what's going on with shout that? Shout out to her. I didn't look up the name or anything. I didn't, you know, but I feel her. I feel yeah. her pain. But uh, I saw the te- just the, the and sorry, but you brought it up, man. I saw those teens that were driving around rescuing koalas in Australia. Oh, you see that, man? That's perfect. You know, that's if, great. I mean, that's I would love to do that. I would love to just be in Australia. But uh, the good for them, man. Let's. So Cameron Smith, he he pulled it together. Good hey, man. man, back to golf. That, that's golf. You know, that's yeah. how you. Whether you think he weaselled his way in or whatever, but he he stayed steady. And you know what? When you're playing championship golf like that, like that's what it is. You hold out your round. That's how we play together. Hey, one of us is going to implode, yeah. right? And you just got to stand your ground until that happens, and that's what happened. And he took he took the win. And it's I feel so bad for Brandon Steele. That sucks, but even he knows he needed to capitalize. And that yeah. 17th hole, I don't care. Got I, read, to him. I read the reviews about the hole ahead that they took too much time. You know what? You're 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 a pro. You mm. take that with stride, and you birdie that next. Wait, hole I didn't know that. Away. Did he get kind of iced on the last couple holes? Yeah. Or? So the hole before, and I, oh man, forgive me, I forget who it was, but they had an incident, and he got the player got aggressive, and it hit off the grandstand and bounced back. He didn't hit a provisional. He walked up, didn't. I want to say it was a boy Kisner, but anyway, I like Kisner. He didn't. He didn't hit a provisional, and then he had to go back and hit a shot. And it, mm. it really slowed everything down, okay. right? And then and then steal hit. Ooh. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm not gonna judge them. I don't know pros, but it's true. I'll give them a little benefit of the doubt. If I'm having the round of my life and I get iced, and that you if you're playing the round of your life because the pace is good, and all of a sudden, bam, you get to the 16th hole, and like all of a sudden there's two group buildup. That doesn't happen very often. That that'd be weird. But it it could happen. That could that could mess up your your stuff. But whatever. These are pros. Yeah, I'm know. not gonna knock them from. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna compare him to me because I mean, I could buckle under pressure when we're betting for two bucks. I'll buck under pressure on a, oh, on a, you know, on a duff shot on whatever. But uh, what? Uh, anyway, Cameron Cameron held it out, and that's amazing. The boys are coming into La Quinta this week. La Quinta, La Quinta. Yeah, and three courses. I kind of like the pebble. It's like the desert pebble vibe. Yeah. Uh, uh, number of courses they played. They all played uh, every course today. That's right. Uh, well, are they all designed I, I, by the same? Is it? Are they? No, it's it's different designers. Uh, there's the P die course. There's the Nicholas course, and then uh, forgive me, but I don't know what the other who the other course is designed by. But um, P die, P die. <laughs> hopefully, P die did all of them. But yeah. I know. So the the last course they play is um, we got we got we got a shout out to P die recently passed yeah. away. Uh, his his wife actually just left us uh, just a few months ago, I think. Yeah. Just you know, just over the holiday, and then uh, Big Pete, man inspirational i've been watching all kinds of stuff on him wait a second his are you saying his wife died and then uh, shortly thereafter he correct he died yes. you know what not to get all you know philosophical and crazy but how often does that happen that that's a more 
you know, sentimental and touching because that's probably one of those. My wife's gone. Fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> well, you know what's crazy too, and I love that. I kind of love those stories because they're they're up there too. They're in the nineties. Yeah. And she was a pivotal part of of him. Yeah. And she designed courses. She actually designed uh, Seventeen Sawgrass. Get out of here. She designed that she... whole. She suggested, why don't we do this? What? And that's why we. Oh, have... wait, is that a famous hole? Is that a... oh, just a little bit, is that... right? Uh, is so, that... do they show that hole? It's one of the holes I dream about. Uh, uh, our buddy Chris's brother was out there, and he didn't even get to play. But he's still on the tee box. And you know who owns that hole. You know who owns that hole. And it's not Tiger because of that amazing putt. It's Ricky, dude. Ricky owns that I was, hole. I was just going to say that. Because of that, he had to go back to the, the oh, back and forth, back and man. forth. He crushed that hole like four times in a row. You know what's great? Is, wasn't that, to do that. That was a Mother's Day tournament. I was in Manteca, California with my mom and trying to get her. Well, that was a. Oh, no, never mind. I won't get into the DJ story. But I was trying to just. Get her when into you golf. saw a DJ in the showers? Is that... <laughs> I saw a DJ shadow, and my mom actually agreed. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I was just trying to Thunder, show her, like, this, this is what his golf's all about. And uh, we saw that. And the some of the backstory on the, on the live feed was that his mom had left. Hmm. And it was actually the year that they told Ricky that he was, like, the most underrated golfer. Ooh, and his mom left because he was kind of, like, not really going to be in it. But he held his ground. And just played his golf, and something, something, something happened. Cool move, And he was mom. in a playoff. His uh, his swing coach called his mom. She was at the airport, and her and her sister, the mom and the sister, beamed it back to the golf course. What the hell, mom? And we, got I'm trying to, to win a tournament right now, bro. <laughs> and got to the green when he walked off the course. But it was cool because I was with my mom on Mother's Day, and I was trying nice. to explain to her the importance to golf with me. Even though she doesn't golf, she gets it because she raised an athlete. Yeah. Right. And so she understands like my passion for it. You know what she fucking raised you up for was to be the best drummer in the Bay Area is what she raised an athlete subsequently a drummer who crushes it. <laughs> but uh, right. you know, anyways, <laughs> following up on, on or finishing up with, with Ricky, by the way, he I think he was in the lead. I don't know. I don't because we're such great show hosts. We don't even have a leaderboard in front of us while we're talking about a tournament. But I think he was in the lead. He was one off. And uh, I like his chances, man. I like his chances to win at La Quinta. I did see his fit. His fit was fire today. His fit's been always fire. Did you see his uh, Hawaii fit with the matching shorts and the pineapples? Oh, man. You know, Ricky's, uh, he's not a bad looking dude. He's a little funky looking, but he he looks stylish when he wears his, his cool little outfits. I don't know about the, like... The little like the jogger pant thing with his pumas. I didn't like the jogger. I didn't pumas, like that. No, but his. I, I I'll tell you this. I look forward to Hawaii every year just because of his fits. Like because yeah. he comes through with the fire fits, and that's how you should be golfing in Hawaii, whether you're a pro or not. Ricky comes through with the fits ever since he looked like an orange cream pop back in the like or you know mid two thousands when he had that matching orange and the hair and the just. He just looked like a weird little muppet, but he was. I he love pulls it. it off, I like. Man. I hated it, but he was the young buck, and it, but he just like us. He gets away as with ridiculous it, yeah. as he was. Then you figure it out eventually, right? Who doesn't? Who doesn't root for Ricky? I don't know. Maybe Tim. Maybe my lady Tim. does. I'll she tell does. You that yeah, much. she's a pretty boy, dude. Everybody she, roots for Ricky. My lady loves like as many of our like if. The cool thing is, if you have a cool lady at golf, if they if they like the hot golfer in yeah. golf, then you got a cool lady that's in oh, golf. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to let them. You like, know what's funny? I keep them. trying to convince to, to my wife that 
Adam Scott is hot? And she's like, no. And I'm like, what, dude? He's like a surfer guy. Look at him. He's a handsome dude. And she's like, no, he's not. I'm like, well, okay. Who do you like? And You're going to say, is, would you rather have Scott McCarran or Adam Scott? And then- Ad- oh, okay. I don't know. It's Scott McCarran looks pretty sexy with that little weird armband he's got on his. What is that? An orthopedic, like, electroshock armband. Oh, man. It's probably cheating. He's probably uh, he's probably wired up like Jose Altuve, huh? I don't even want to check my blood pressure right now. That's for sure. After watching, oh, oh man. Ricky. Okay. Anyways, so Ricky, Ricky might win La Quinta. Anyways, just... I hope so. You know what? I hope La so Quinta? because then he's gonna walk into waste management. Yeah, that's, and kill that's that because him or Phil is always a contender. By the way, looking at Phil today, Phil look good. Look at him, and yeah. he even joked today. He's like losing that much weight. You jump up a little bit higher, you know. He's, you see, he's into it. Do you see what Phil said about the Champions Tour? No, not happening to us. No, <laughs> tell the people. Okay, I, okay, I don't have it. It's in front so of me. good. No, Terrible but it host. is good. He said. <laughs> he said until I stop dropping bombs like this, I'm not joining the Champions Tour. And I've been dropping bombs. And I've been dropping bombs. I think like he that. even dropped a serious bombs right yeah. now. He no, is hey, dropping Phil, bombs. And back to the ladies loving golf. When my lady told me that her favorite golfer was Phil Mickelson. Really? Yeah. That's her favorite. Dude, she was screaming at Phil at the U.S. Open, Pro-Ams, Phil, sign my baby's belly. I think I think Asia, Asia Wooden, our, our good friend. What's up, B? Shout out to, shout shout out out to Asia. B. What up, sure. X? What up, BX? Anyways, um, yeah, I think her our best moment was watching the Masters when Phil won the Masters and he did that little three-inch vertical leap. And <laughs> and we all remember that we she actually watched that tournament with me and that that's always fun watching a golf tournament with somebody like getting somebody to actually get into golf for a little bit. My um my my wife's daughter Alexis, which is now his logo. Shout sorry, out, shout out Lex. Big Lex. Um, she loves my niece. Tony, she loves Tony Finau, of course. Yeah, he's easy to love though, man. That guy's w- really easy Pebble to love. with her uh with his dad, right or brother? Yeah. Something like everything that guy comes out in the news with. You're like, yeah, I like that guy. He just like you know from like hitting balls into a mattress when he was growing up because they couldn't go mm. play at a golf course mm. to like having eight kids and like being the ultimate family guy to like donating and just being really cool and to having the swoosh oh. the swoosh on playing his, the Masters after rolling your ankle on the par three course on his hat the swoosh savage yeah oh the, yeah. the ankle oh, roll man. Jeez, I, just, I mean I disregard it because I'm a big fan of golf but like yeah. I know a lot of you know whatever fans that maybe uh all right i don't know if you just witnessed what uh, happened but we have the ability of editing so we we had to pause it because we just got interrupted by a tiny dog uh that's a resident of the studios where we record this segment the bug studios yeah it's a little chihuahua uh little chihuahua mix we'll just get into that that's it But anyway, she's she's in the studio now, so there'll be no more barking. Yeah, she's cool. She might be coughing and wheezing a little bit because you know she's getting up there. Oh man, Uh, she's good. But yeah, uh, female. So yeah. Anyway, to come off that and uh, and the the anchor roll and still compete in the Masters. What what a guy, man. That was cool. I love it. That was cool. We love we love Tony. Do we love uh, Bryson DeChambeau? Um, He's a unique guy i wanted to, to bring him up because there's a little something that we we need to get into brooks, there's a little beef the brooks and, and brooks, brooks and bryson, and bryson beef. the bb the and they're, brbr they're both will. kind of controversial players i i they didn't are. i equally i didn't like either of them when they came into the scene i'm starting to favor towards brooks i mm-hmm. think a little more after today's mic drop 
I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna roll with Brooks, you got man. It, man. If he's not, friends with my boy DJ, I'm not gonna. I mean, they're they're good buds, the workout that's partners. That's true. You gotta you gotta side with Brooks if you're a DJ guy, because uh, Bry- Bryson's a little strange, and, and 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 he's a really good golfer. He's got that winning drive. I'm not gonna talk anything about his skills and his ability to, but he's strange, man. He's the one guy who has all of his shafts cut at the same length. Okay, so his pitching wedge and his four iron. Are the same length shaft. And fuck him, because it's making me think all kinds of crazy shit about that my is, shafts right now. <laughs> that's so crazy. It does make you think. And his, yeah. his strange swing. And he's he's un he's inarguably smart. He's very intelligent. Yeah. Dude's like uh, like physics major, something. Uh, he's really smart, and he and he uses all kinds of like math. And he's somebody that that plans things out and is intellectually strong in the game. But he's awkward, and he's got a weird swing. So the beef is. He's recently been getting super cut. Bryson has. He was, you know, you know, pretty muscular guy. And we're gonna spend a lot more time talking about health in golf later on. Uh, but props to Bryson for for you know getting in, in good cut shape. So he took a jab at Brooks because Brooks did one of those like body issues on right. ESPN where he's basically naked doing a golf swing or whatever. And, and Bryson comes out and is like, yeah, you know, I mean, he's all right, basically, but he's not even that cut. His he's, actual, too, he's, he's too shy of a six-pack. Yeah, he doesn't even, he's too shy of a six-pack. He doesn't get, I have abs. He said, I have abs. Oh, I so, that. Yeah. Um, but Brooks fires back with a picture. I want you to visualize this. A picture of his four major trophies and said, oh, yeah, you're right, Bryson, I am too shy of a six-pack. You know, it was semi kind of not liking Bryson and kind of gravitating towards my boy Brooks now. I guess I could say my boy Brooks now with a mic drop like that. That was hard. And and you know what? And I give, uh, someone texted me earlier about uh, about this and I'm starting to like Brooks more because of his responses. Yeah. You know, people give him a lot of flack. People give him a lot of flack. And someone asked him about Rory the other day and they were like, and the media is just going to try to keep Oh, they want to get the it Rory, out. Huh? The Roy and Brooks thing. But they asked him something like, Rory says whenever he's out there, you know, he's he's the best player in the world. And what do you feel what do you feel about that? He goes, He should. Everybody should think that they're the best player. So that's And that's right. Response. Like that's the perfect response. Like, why even bite into to 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 that beef or whatever? It's just like and, and he's right. Yeah. All of them should be having that. The eye of the tiger the whole, you know who, the whole time. You know who said the same thing? And, and I agree, but it came off a little bit more, uh, just, maybe it's just because it's him, but Patrick Reed said the same thing. Like, yeah, I do think I'm the best one out there. If you're not thinking you're the best one out there, then you really have no business competing because if, you're a, if, if you need to beat the best of the best, you literally have to be the best one out there. And everybody gets a chance and nobody's number one as soon as they win a tournament. But when you win a tournament, you were the best one out there and you have to feel that way, but when when Brooks says it versus when Patrick Reed says it, I don't know. <laughs> Man, it's it's funny. Golf we'll, we'll golf's get getting into we'll, funny. Sp- yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into, into Reed later. later Cause Reed's fun to talk about. He's got me fun to talk about. And you came to the right crowd if you want to bash Reed. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and it's lighthearted. Like I don't hate the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's no like. I respect him. He's really good. He's a solid really player. I want him on my team. Real quick, and I know we both agree, and this, and we'll get out of this, but. Come on, stop biting everybody's style when someone gets hot. And you mm-hmm. disrespected everybody 
when you wore the the red shirt. Yeah, don't uh, do it. You know, as Tiger's uh, that's thing. That's an unwritten rule. I told it. I told that to my. Why does everybody hate Patrick Reed? I was like, ma. Because you wore red. Ma. Yeah. You don't wear red on Sunday. She's like, you don't wear red on Sunday. You know what I mean? That the guy wears red on Sunday. You don't wear red on Sunday. I'll we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens with the uh, Bryson and I. Some something tells me that's gonna keep on going. That's not dead yet. Um, no. And yeah. Golf's young. These guys are young. They're they're very hungry. They get pride. That'd be a fun beef. Do you think they might do a rap battle between the two of them? I hope not. Yeah. Okay. God, that'd be terrible. The only and if they do, they better get Ricky and Bubba. Yeah. Oh, Ricky. <laughs> the Car Boys. Wait, what were they called? Oh, no, no. What were they called? Uh, I don't remember. No. That was your thing. You told you got me hit to those guys. Oh, no, no, no. It was. Oh, no, no. It was Bubba, Hunter Mahan, Ricky, and one more. Oh, something boys. Oh, something boys. Yeah. But they did a they did a, a song and it was. It was amazing. I had to. I told YouTube back that, to shit. that. YouTube that shit. But anyway, was, was but amazing. you know what? Props to them for you know trying to get golf on the map, and that was a pivotal time, and especially in the, like we were saying earlier, the the, the high rise of uh, of Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Should we give a quick little shout out to the Champions Tour uh, since we're watching that in the background while we're doing the show? Hey man, they're still in Hawaii, and I love Hawaii tournaments. That's I love for sure. Hawaii golf. We love Hawaii, and that's a beautiful course. Yeah, honestly. Uh, the first one in Kapalua is the one I'd want to play the most, but look, watching this broadcast of this Champions Tour, this might be the prettiest course out of all the tournaments they do in Hawaii for every tour. It's nice, too, in the lava rock in the in the middle. I think it was McCarran last year. I know I'm wrong, but McCarran, who was it? You that, might be right. That dude wins all I the think time. it was McCarran, but he hit the he hit that uh, second shot off, off the, the rock. Off the rock, it, and hit the, the car green. path, and got the green, and then he eagled it. Then he eagled it. And he eagled it. Uh, that was amazing. So I, I love this course. I would love to play this course. Look at Jimenez. Jimenez. Yeah, man. Jimenez. He loves it. He's in his tropical He's a co-leader. Oh, 33. Oh, well, there you the go. There's your, there's your update for the leaderboard at the Champions Tour <laughs> at the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hulalai. Uh, Bernard Langer and Jimenez are uh, tied with a seven under. And uh, Ernie Els' swing is just looking ever so fluid. It's the king, man. Yeah. It's the king. He's got a graceful swing. Well, anyway, man, I love golf, man. We, this, we I'm, do. I'm glad we're doing this. So can we can we segment to our, our final uh, piece? Let's get out of here, man. Uh, should should this be? I think this will be a, a parting segment with guests for sure. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. Write down a notepad. Uh, Hold on. But but yeah, right on our not on the notepad. One, but yes, okay. uh, you know, since it's a first for everything, just like we did with what's in the bag, let's do this, man. Uh, with trying to grow the game of the golf, which is why I guess we're doing this podcast. Uh, I just thought this segment would be cool, man. That's just it. Plain and simple. What, and I just asked a simple question. What is the moment that got you into golf, man? That one hit, yeah, yeah. that one, everybody has it. Every vlogger, every podcaster, yeah. all the golf media guys that, all of us golfers. I, Anyone who golfs has a moment that, that made them fall in love with the game. Yes, golf. yes, that sweet spot. So Start that, it off, man. Let me hear yours. Cool, man. Uh, mine is, uh, we all play this course around here in, in Sunnyvale, California called Deep Cliff. Very small course. Everybody I think started, we're members. Are we? we actually are we're members, members of the Deep Cliff Country Club. So community. you guys know. Yeah. Been members. a member since uh, they didn't have members. Yeah. That's for sure. Gambling is illegal at Deep Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> So, so there I am, 17 years old, uh, fresh out of high school, if you will. Uh, yeah, we get to the course, got my chucks on, got got some fresh pair of dickies. How many times have you, have you actually played golf? 
so I had probably, so I was fresh out of high school, so I, w- I was just basically hanging around a driving range selling weed, pretty much, and we just hit balls, me and Mason. We would yeah. collect. Uh, shout court. out to Mason Lopez. Shout out to Mason Lopez. God, I love Mason. Another guy, you and him basically got me into golf, this guy Curtis uh, out in Arkansas. Uh, he got me in the golf, but yeah, we would go around getting quarters from his dad's, uh, pay phones that he owned. And then we'd dump it all into, uh, the driving range and hit balls. And I would sell weed out of the parking lot. That was it. Rest in peace. Capital drive in fucking oh, <laughs> driving range. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's what all I'd done. I probably played Prune Ridge. Maybe that was it. I didn't, I didn't, re- we, me and you hadn't really been reconnected at that time. Well, and you were, and with Ant, I mean, you were telling me that you were, by, you were probably the best golfer out of that group, even though you had oh, zero experience too. By far. Yeah, yeah, by far. I was with my buddy Ant, uh, my brother, and then their boss at the time. Uh, they worked at Cadillac. And so they just got out. I was, I think I was the only one that had my own clubs that they, they borrowed, uh, the guy that brought us out, Chris, and he, and he paid for all around golf was, I'm sure it was cheap back then. Yeah. This was, I'm talking 1999. That's the place know. to go. If that's a group is deep cliff for sure. Right. And, and for him too. Right. Cause he golfed yeah. and he wanted to, you know, make sure that we had a good time and probably didn't want to embarrass himself on a par 75, you know, par 72 with us. 60. Right. Eight. Yeah, what is it, 69? Uh, 65? But and, and, and anyway, you know, we both took our ladies there the first time. Anybody that we take for the first time is going to go there, so that's the best place. So, uh, yeah, went out there, got up to the first tee box. It was a typical busy Bay Area Sunday at Deep Cliff. You know, there's people everywhere on the tee box. I felt like a PGA player. Just everyone's watching me. Uh, I probably have Chucks on and maybe some maybe some E-tonics, you know, I don't know, at that time. I definitely had Dickies on and a, and a white shirt. Top flat uh, ball for sure. Yeah, we were just some young punks then, you know what I mean? But we loved sports and we you know, we were into this. We'd all been in the driving range. So uh, I gear up, man, and I put my ball down. I don't even remember what I hit, man. I know it was an iron. That's all I know it was. It was an iron. And I gear up, and it's it's time, man. I'm looking down that fairway. There's trees to the left, trees to the right. It's very narrow. And then actually, once you get past the trees, there's water to the right. That's actually a and really freaking hard opening shot for it a is golf course. Now, and it's we only like, this. what, 270, yeah. 280. It's, it's yeah. a very short par three, or excuse me, part four. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe 300 from the back. And uh, so I, I, you know what? I think he, I whiffed it, and he told me to grab a seven iron. And I wait, you you whiffed it? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I I get up to the shot, and uh, I I completely whiffed it in front of everybody, bro. I whiffed it in front of everybody. I was so embarrassed, you know, being a competitor and all the whole nine, man. You just God, and it's golf. Golf's not easy. You just people think they just gear up and golf, you know. So anyway, I'm just so embarrassed. Uh, I think the guy that we went with, Chris, he was like, hey, man, you know, here, grab a seven. I think I had like a three, a three iron in my hand. And uh, he's like, here, grab the seven. And I just geared up and I just focused head down, good vibes at that time. <laughs> I didn't know what that was at that time. And I just roped it straight down the middle, right down the fairway. And with, with a seven iron there, you're 100 yards in, you know, 100%. So, yeah, I, I roped a, a, a 150 club out there, and I was I was hooked, man. I couldn't believe it. I will for I never forget, and I, I was just telling Ryan outside. That's even hard to do still, dude. Like hitting right. a shot with the gallery, because when yes. they all just like no matter who you I don't I don't care who you are. Even the pros deal with it every time, I'm sure. But just like the pressure of having people watching you, we're just not used to it. 
So when you have no. a little gallery watching and you, your first time, like basically uh, on the course, like that was my first big course, like yeah, you know, and it escalated very quickly from there. It escalated very yeah. quickly from there. That'll so that it. was that was my sweet spot. I, I, like I was telling Ryan outside, like that every time I hit that sweet spot, I remember that day. Like that's the day that got me into the game, and everybody has it. And uh, Praise. I yeah, man, Praise. that's just it. Love this game, and now we're doing this. What uh. Give it to me, man. What was what was yours, dude? Big moment. That definitely. That's easy. It's easy for me. Uh, as soon as you you said we're gonna do this, I was like, oh, okay, I got mine done. That's. Uh, I, I worked at San Jose Country Club. Growing up, as I mentioned on the uh, prior, the first episode, uh, prior, prior. Um, yeah, I worked at San Jose Country Club, and so here's the thing about golf. Like before, I actually played golf. I spent a lot of time. And I, I want to give a shout out to Mark Mickey Miller. Uh, he taught me how to play golf. Essentially, he was the guy. He uh, he his dad is a golf pro, Bill Mickey Miller. We're gonna spend some more time talking about the Minks because they're influential in our golf. We gotta get them our, both in here. We we should we got it. Father gotta, son. Both in both of our golf lives because that was that was the dude. Uh, Mark, you know, had a had a, a dad who played golf as a as a professional. And uh, he's still actually a club professional at Prune Ridge, and he, you know, is the main, the head pro, does all their their teaching lessons. They have a really good um, teaching studio at Prune Ridge. You get indoor, outdoor. And he has a weird dynamic with Mark too, because I've always asked Mark, like, you know, what's up? You know, like, does your dad influence or anything? He's like, no, like he, you Not know, really, obviously yeah, he yeah. showed he me how to golf. Showed him, but the I game. don't. And then like now when I'm older and he tries to adjust or whatever, like I don't, I can't adapt to it. He's got the so swing. So it's a weird though. thing. Mark's, he, got, Mark's, Mark's got, got the swing because swing. he, you know, he he learned it at a young age and, and you know, I, he's an athletic dude yeah, and he's just he's got, got a that beautiful good swing. looking swing. I've emulated his swing. I, he thinks I'm always, you know, trying to fluff him up, but I'm like, dude, I've always emulated your swing. It's a nice, pure dynamic. Yeah. Just boom. You so know? he, you know, and, and I don't think he like realized at the time he was, you know, a couple years younger than me. And, you know, he, I just started at the, the golf course working there and he was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll show you how to hit some balls. And we'd go up to the top of the driving range. Cause it was one of those driving range where you hit the ball uphill. Right. So we go to the top of the driving range when there was nobody on it and you know, like way back in the forest and we'd hit balls down the driving range. And he, I think it was probably like a three wood or no, it was three iron. That was the club that I had to get good at first. And I would just hit countless three irons. But while I was hitting those balls, this is ever before I'd ever played a hole. Um, while I was, you know, when I, we had time, I would sit in the back and I would chip balls. And he showed me how to just, you know, keep your hands together, use the triangle and just chip a ball onto the green. Like very valuable, very valuable to be able to chip. And I didn't understand exactly why. I just had downtime working as a cart boy, and I'd sit out in the back and just pop up balls to the green. And I would actually, you know, chip them close to the hole. And I didn't know that I was, you know, strengthening short game. So fast forward, this is the moment, the very first hole of golf I ever got to play in my life. Because I'd worked at the country club for a while, but never actually gotten to, I didn't feel I was good enough, or maybe Mark didn't think I was good enough, or I wasn't ready, basically, to go play golf. So... Day I was ready. It was me, Mark, and then the two pros at San Jose Country Club, Tim and Paul. Last names don't know. Hope they're doing all right. <laughs> but they were cool. You know, they were cool guys. They were older. They were pros, dude. This one, Tim, was studying to get his PGA Tour, whatever, learning so he could be a teaching pro and maybe actually compete. He was studying the PGA Tour and all the rules. So they were serious and they were held good. And I was you know, intimidated. Get to the first hole, which, by the way, bro, white tees. Number four, San Jose Country Club, 420. 
best yardage. <laughs> it was right on the peak of San Jose. You could Love see it. all to the Bay Area, Fremont, downtown San Jose, all the way to the you know peninsula, Love pretty it. much. Glorious hole, man. We if you ever get a chance, there. oh man, dude. I don't even want to expose it, but as a kid, as a kid before I even golf, we used to sneak out there and, and explore yeah. some 420 over that view. Oh, it's a great and you hole. Bump into people out there. It's beautiful. Anyway, sorry. So we no, no, man. It, it, we we San Jose Country Club. That's that's my that's my spot. Which by the way, it sucks that that's my home course because I'm not a member there. <laughs> I can never go back. Isn't that weird? Like I have that's my home course is where I learned to play, and I can never go back. I've had a couple opportunities, and I went back, and it was just as great as I wanted to be to go back to my home course. Which but is anyway, funny, though. We're going to be playing there soon. We are. We, we, we do. Get that yeah, we are. And we've played there recently with all yeah. that said, too. Shout if out to Tobin. Shout to out to Tobin. Shout out to Tobin. Congratulations on the new baby. Yes. Guy. Oh, we got to talk about Tobin. Oh, my God. So many things. Okay. We'll to Tobin. Anyway. Anyway, so, so um, first hole, I hit my three-wood or whatever. Not bad, but still shitty, you know, just off to the right. And then I hit another shot, advanced it a little bit. They were two decent shots. Then I got to like just hit a wedge. And all that time practicing my short game, it was easy. So I just kind of popped it on the green without even thinking about what I was doing. And then walked up to the hole, looked at the putt. And then I got extremely lucky, bro. And just nailed it from fucking 25 feet. Sunk it a par on a 420-yard par 4. Really challenging hole mm. for my very first hole in golf. And then... Tim just goes, dude, you're just like a regular bagger Vance, man. And that, I just, it clicked in my head. I was juiced. That was it for life, dude. Oh, that's all like, I need to hear, too. Guy that, like yeah. this. And so I got, that's, that's a cool, I mean, I, the very first hole in golf I played, I parted a tough course. I was hooked for life. Done. That's great, man. So, yeah. I'm, I mean, where do we go from there, man? That That's, that's great. And, uh, Kind of touch on it again. That's that's the premise. I mean, that's kind of why we started this show, man. We love this. Yeah. We love this game so much, and we want you to know why we we freaking love this game and why we felt it was necessary to uh, make a podcast. I don't. Know, is there a lot of golf podcasts? Is there? There's quite a bit. I I think I think we're up to par with the guys that are trying to get the message out there. And I got to do more market research. My wife was telling me I got to do more market. It's true. We got to do a little more research. We're but great. I think I think we're doing fine, right? We're great. Hey, it, shout out to everybody. Thanks for all the support already. This has been amazing. I uh, like to say because we we it's just hard to do. Like it's hard to get something rolling. But I like to think that we're coming out kind of hot. Like instead of like a human child where you got to spend years teaching them how to be a normal creature, we're like the the baby giraffe that just kind of falls out in the middle of the jungle and just like the mom's just like, dude, hurry up, we're we're taking off, and you just gotta. Go quick, right out the gates, just you know, get into life. Is that right? That's pretty much it, man. I mean, it, yeah, the platform we picked. I, I mean, I, I kind of like to think we know what we're doing a little bit. We know we, we like to talk. We know we, we know what we're talking about. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. Hit, hit us up for a sponsorship, Callaway or Titleist or Ping. Look at that hat. It. Look at Jeff oh, Maggart's hat. Man. Do yourself a favor and Google Jeff Maggart's hat. I'm sure it'll be um, trending right now. Pretty hot. It's really exciting. That's nice. Yeah. Also trending is Fred Couples' uh, backswing from <laughs> circa 1982. God. Still there. All right. Still so this there. This is a promise. Now, um, on the next show, we're going to do a segment on who has the best golf swing or who has a really nice golf swing. We're going to oh. spend a little time talking about signature golf swings, and uh, Fred Couples is, a, is probably a good place to start. When you do that, huh? And I'm also excited. I don't even want to leak it yet, but I'm also excited about the next segment that we got brewing up, which is uh, who's hot and who's not. Who's hot, 
Who's not? We'll get to that though. We'll get to it. Uh, so send yeah, should we get out of here, man? I'll send him away. Let's get out of here, man. And thanks again, everybody. This is awesome. Thank you to my man Ryan. Uh, anybody else, man? No, yeah, yeah. The listeners. Um, keep going. Head down. Yeah, head down. Good vibes, everybody good out vibes. there. Uh, we got uh, a couple good tournaments coming up. Pebble on the way. Can't wait, folks. Uh, we're excited about this. Let's keep this. Let's keep this going. All right. Head down. Good vibes, everybody. Adios.